0: This is podcast number two over the Fahrenheit 455 series. If you have not heard the first one, then you should probably go do that. So I'm not, so I don't sound like I'm just speaking complete gibberish. Okay, hi, Miss Kenyon. So, the part two, Sea of in the Sand, opens up with Guy Montag pacing between his kitchen and his living room. while also also trying to have a conversation with Mildred about the book all the while he's reading a few lines at the time so his brain can actually understand it because it's the first time he's actually read a book so he's going through it and he's talking to Mildred about stuff and then he brings up the idea when she's mentioning her family who she refers to as people her family and he says does your family actually love you like genuinely love you have you asked them that and she was like that's a silly question and just blows it off she has the same reaction to it as when Clarice asked Montag are you actually happy and it just creates the same pattern that the people in the society aren't actually happy and they actually don't understand what's going on and the book that montag is reading is the bible which is really fitting for this for this segment because the bible is something that's supposed to strengthen your faith to christianity and to this like to what you believe in but montag but it's de-gripping montag's faith in his society and the people that are leading it and we learn throughout like that there's been two atomic wars since the year 2022 and all this other stuff that has happened through the stuff that he's talking to Mildred about and like we're doing all this horrible things no wonder every other country hates us because we're all play while the others are at work and it just brings this kind of more modern feel to it it's something that we can relate to because that's sometimes how it feels currently today not a lot of countries like us because they're all work and we're play we get to have fun because ever since world war one and world war two in which world war two we did use atomic weapons we've kind of just been on top while all the other countries have been struggling to get back to what they once were and then afterwards, he recalls a man that he met in the park who is a former English professor. He goes by Faber in this story. And Faber is a former English professor, as I just said, and a writer who's kind of one of the people who used to have books. And he understands the true history behind it. He's like Clarice, but he's just more knowledgeable of everything. So he doesn't have to worry about the whys. So after this, he goes to call Faber. And he meets Faber after having an outbreak while he was reading a book in public on the subway station. And he goes and he talks to Faber about how he's been reading these books and how he's slowly understanding everything and like what they can do to get everybody to understand what he's reading. But Faber wants nothing to do with it, which can seem like... Which makes me think that Faber has had the idea to do this before, but he has never acted on it. And that especially like comes more into light when he says, you're talking to a coward. I was an innocent person that could have done something to help change the outcome of the guilty. And I didn't. So now I am also guilty. It was something along the lines of that. I probably should have used the direct quote, but... mm. And... And makes it s- seem like Faber knew exactly what was going on. He had the power to fix it, but he just stood by. Which creates the idea that there's always been opposition to the way society is currently. And that they were just silenced. Which is what I have a feeling on why they're still burning books. Because there are more people like Faber who are more out and about of it. But... They're being silenced and because everything is through the media and the radio, it can be filtered and they're only, and they're never hearing about it. And then Montag had the idea to plant books in other firefighters' houses so then their houses would be burned and it creates a conspiracy and ideas in the heads of the people that, oh, wow. Wow. Why would the firemen, the people that are supposed to burn books, have books? What's actually in the books that the people who are burning them would want to know so much about? And if the firemen are having their houses burned down, can we really trust it? He's trying to get all these ideas of the why and can we do this? The what ifs inside the people's heads like Clarice did for him to get everybody to wake up from this true thing. But then, but then Faber just continues to go on and is like, oh yeah, but how would we be able to do that? There's nobody that ever believes or thinks the same way we do anymore. And my guy says, oh, what about all the other old writers and old writers, English professors and all that? And he goes, well, they're old and we can't get any new people because they're all trying to have fun. Which guy viciously responds and yells, "Fun! They're committing suicide and murder," which brings just back to the other thing that because they don't have the thrill of anything but any more, and they don't understand between right and wrong just resorting to murder and going at 100 miles per hour and if you have insurance it's okay i really just want to see later on in the story how the rest of this plays out and if montag ever succeeds in his plan or if mildred finally wakes up from like her actual thing because actually that's We first meet Mildred in the beginning of the story as like dead and asleep and ever since then she hasn't ever really been awake. I don't know. I guess it's just me.